Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. We are certainly at a inflection point in the two-year-long freeze on federal student loan payments. There's a lot of pressure for the administration to extend the relief to avoid having payments start ahead of the midterm elections. And at the same time, they're still grappling with the question of whether they will use executive power to cancel large amounts of student debt, which is such a top priority for progressives. I'm Annie Reese. I am recording. This is Politico Dispatch. I'm Michael Stratford, and I cover education at Politico. When President Trump signed the CARES Act back in March 2020, he froze nearly all federal student loan payments and interest. And through a series of further extensions of that, using executive powers, the Trump administration and then the Biden administration now have kept student loan payments paused for the past two years. And that relief is now entering into its third year. That's currently set to expire at the beginning of May. But the White House, under pressure from a lot of Democrats, a lot of progressives, has said that it is considering yet again extending the moratorium on loan payments. But not canceling $10,000 of student loan debt, as President Biden promised to do on the campaign trail. On the show today, the game of hot potato the White House and Congress are playing on student loan forgiveness and why it's kicking up the blood pressure of progressives. A key point here, obviously, is that this is a midterm election year, and many Democrats are concerned that sending student loan bills to tens of millions of Americans who have student loan debt in the middle of an election year isn't good politics, and that, you know, there are a lot of Democrats, members of the president's base who voted for him because they thought they were going to get some student loan relief. So that's the decision point that the White House is going to have to give us some update on in the next few weeks. Yeah, they really need young people to turn out. They do. And our colleagues had a story over the weekend about how Democratic groups, groups on the left are sort of fretting and concerned that the indecision by the administration on the question of debt cancellation has already chilled some energy in the Democratic base. Mm. So, yeah, th- this is the student loan re- payment relief has been something that is repeatedly extended. You'll recall that President Trump did the same thing right before the yeah. 2020 election. And we're back, back, right. back into an election year. It's been unprecedented that the student loan system has basically been frozen for the past two years. And so we're kind of encountering the interesting political question of how do you turn payments on in an election year or ever? I mean, most politicians don't want to send people bills of any kind. And speaking of how it's been put on ice, it's been nearly a year since Ron Klain, Biden's chief of staff, said that the White House was just a few weeks away from this memo on the administration's legal power to wipe away federal student loans. And yet, 
nothing. <laughs> we we know that, as you said, there are a lot of progressives calling on Biden to use executive action, but he does seem to be a little wary of doing that. So what's his delay and, and why do they seem so reticent to do anything via executive action here? So President Biden has, on the campaign trail, first of all, said that he supported canceling some amount of federal student loan debt. Right. You'll remember that was a big issue during the Democratic primary. Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were pushing pushing that. Finally, Biden agreed on the campaign trail that he supported $10,000 of student debt cancellation. The question is, how do you get that done? The left and a lot of progressives want the administration to go ahead and do that through executive action. Uh, mm-hmm. The White House has said that if Congress were to pass a law canceling $10,000 of student debt, the president would sign it. That's not something that's realistically on the table right now. Democrats don't have the votes in Congress to do that. Yeah. And so the administration has separately said that they are have been reviewing their options for using executive powers to provide some amount of debt relief. And they... There is a memo that hasn't been publicly released or multiple memos that haven't been publicly released um, detailing the extent of the president's powers to do that. The Trump administration in its last days in office came down on the other side of this and said that they did not think that the education department on its own without congressional approval had had the power to cancel debt relief. But an interesting point that Ron Klain made not a year ago, but just a few weeks ago, is sort of tying this question of whether they'll extend the relief to their decision-making on the question of debt cancellation. Hmm. A lot of progressives had sort of tied that together, saying we need to continue pushing for these extensions until we convince the president to cancel student debt. But I think Ron Klain's comments a few weeks ago were sort of the first time that the administration had talked about those things in the same sentence or in the same conversation. And Ron Mm -hmm. Klain said that they're considering this issue and if they don't have an answer, they'll extend again while they're they're weighing this issue of debt cancellation. And so we're expecting some type of answer on this question. As you said, it's been, now the president's been in office for more than a year. They've been reviewing this question. There are these memos out there in the administration that have become sort of uh, lore on the left almost (laughs) about what they say. And so I think Ron Klain's comments, to me at least, were most recently making it clear that the administration is thinking about these issues sort of together. Yeah. So I think there are two political questions here. One is whether student loan payments are going to restart in an election year and whether um, as Democrats are trying to turn out votes in midterm elections that are going to be challenging for them, whether at the same time, many of their voters will be getting student loan bills. That's the first question. Second question is whether progressive voters will feel betrayed by the president if he doesn't make good on his promise to cancel Mm -hmm. some amount of student debt. We saw last week the Congressional Progressive Caucus officially put student debt cancellation on its list of items they want the president to move on this year. So the immediate question of whether voters are getting bills at the same time they're going to the polls and sort of the broader political question of whether progressives will feel let down if there's not debt cancellation, Mm -hmm. I think are kind of combining to make this a 
pretty significant political issue for the president. Yeah, well, and as you said, the Congressional Progressive Caucus, too, is just really frustrated by the fact that they don't have the votes in Congress to move on this issue. And, you know, maybe they see the administration saying, like, you know, we'd love to sign something that Congress does, like knowing that there aren't really the votes is sort of passing the buck. So there's just increasing pressure on Biden to sidestep Congress altogether. That's right. And we should say that the administration has so far focused its student debt relief efforts at what they call targeted relief. They're targeting Mm -hmm. certain populations of student loan borrowers. They've made changes and expanded, for instance, the public service loan forgiveness program that allows public service workers to get their debts canceled after 10 years of working and making payments. That was a troubled program that hardly anyone was getting relief under. Now tens of thousands of borrowers are getting relief under that. They've made some changes to make it easier for borrowers who develop severe disabilities and aren't able to work to have those borrowers have their loans forgiven, borrowers who are defrauded by their college or lied to by their college and enroll and have a worthless degree. So they've sort of targeted their their efforts so far. And they say that I think they're up to like $17 billion in total has been forgiven. Of course, as we're we're talking about, that pales into com- in comparison to the $1.7 trillion of outstanding student debt relief. Mm-hmm. Another angle here is that while Democrats and progressives are pressuring the administration to extend the pause. There are some in Washington, including some business interests, who want to see federal student loan payments restart. One is Republicans, and there's growing, I think, Republican frustration that the administration keeps extending this relief that they Mm -hmm. think is too costly to taxpayers, not well-targeted, and essentially backdoor debt cancellation because basically $5 billion a month in interest is not accruing on federal student loans. Those are savings to borrowers, but obviously a cost to to the government. So Republicans have been pushing the administration to end the moratorium. And so too, as we reported last week, some private student lenders are increasingly frustrated with the continued extensions of relief it's in some cases cutting into their their profit margins because mm-hmm. some private lenders, companies like SoFi and Common Bond, for instance, make some of their business from attracting federal student loan borrowers into refinancing their debt with lower interest rates on the private market. It's been hard for them to compete with 0% interest on federal student loans. Um, mm-hmm. And so they have been stepping up their their lobbying to if not end, at least curtail the pandemic relief for for borrowers and restart payments for at least large chunks of the student loan portfolio. And just briefly, what should we be looking out for on this issue in the next couple months? We're going to have an answer, I think, in the next few weeks on whether the administration is going to move ahead with extending the pause on payments. The Education Department has sent some sort of smoke signals that it's expecting a extension of at least some amount of time. Um, They've instructed the student loan servicers that work for them to hold off on telling borrowers that their payments are starting on May 1st. Mm. 
they haven't officially said that the May 1st deadline is going away, but, you know, they aren't ramping up for May 1st in the same way you might expect them to if payments were actually going to be starting then. So we will, in the next few weeks, hear an answer from the White House on whether and for how long they're going to extend the, the payment pause. Michael Stratford, thank you so much for talking with me. It was great talking with you. Thanks. Also in the news, the confirmation hearings for President Biden's Supreme Court pick, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, begin today. Democrats have the majority in the Senate, but in recent days, some Republicans, led by Senator Josh Hawley, have intensified attacks against Brown-Jackson, saying that her judicial record shows she's soft on crime. Today's episode of Politico Dispatch included music composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Be sure to follow Politico Dispatch if you haven't yet, and if you can, leave us a rating and review. It helps more people find the show. I'm Annie Reese. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>